Right, today we're going to be talking about poltergeists. Yeah, <laughs> things will go bump in the night. So, um, I wish the would. Right, so, um, me, but before we get into that, I just want to say a big thank you again to the Hillbilly Horror Stories for having us on, and a big hello to everybody that's come over to listen to us from listening to that show. Uh, we welcome you all. Hopefully we're going to have Jerry and Tracy on soon talking about Springy Old Jack in the not-so-distant future. So that should be really fun. I'm looking forward to that. Right, a couple of shows just to mention. We've got uh, the legend Jim Harrell coming on this week. A uh, little interview with him. You'll all know him. You'll be familiar with him from the Paranormal Podcast, the Campfire, etc., etc. He's got loads of stuff out there. So if you haven't heard of him, go and check him out. He was great. And uh, then we've got... Because we brought it up during the Hillbilly Horror Stories, we brought up the Hellhound, so we thought we'd just do a quick show on Hellhound. So hopefully those two shows will be coming out this week as well. Um, right, so reviews. We got a great review from Jody. A review. So that's her first Australian review yeah, on iTunes. Yeah, good, yeah. Uh, obviously she was kind enough to actually send me the the review itself, because otherwise I can't see the Australian ones, and yeah, I don't want to bore you with that. I know, we, I know we've got a few listeners in Australia, haven't we? Been talking to Jody over... Facebook as well, so uh, the easiest way to find our Facebook page is to um, just follow the links. Uh, if you click on the picture on the on the iTunes, you you know that it spins round. You have got the link there to the Facebook. That's probably the easiest way. Probably same on Stitcher. Probably in, yeah. be in the description there. It's probably the easiest way. Then we got another uh, review, which was by Reptoad, uh, and I like it. He says great topics. That's and he says. More creepy cave tunnels, underground stuff, please. So yeah, yeah. maybe it is some sort yeah. of reptile, but Possible. Uh, that's coming up. We've got, yeah, um, yeah, we've got, some we've good got shows a great coming guest coming on, uh, folklore and all that. So we might get into some of that with there because, um, yeah. Looking forward to that. Remember to bring that up. So yeah, so, yeah you, you found a story. Yeah, this is a actually. young lady that's been haunted well, this in is, uh, this New York, is, is it? Yeah, this is from the Daily Mirror. Uh, a name's called Tacey Bruce. I mean, we we'll have to try and get this lady on, aren't we? Obviously, mm. to her experiences when I can find it, when I actually get to an email address or whatever. Anyway, um, now she claims she has been forced to leave a council flat by evil spirits. Now, Tacey lives in York in a council flat. She said that she had to move because these evil spirits in the house they was attacking her and her baby son. Mm. She said that despite her home being exercised three times, it is still inhabited by ghosts. So the council didn't move her then. No. She had to move in with the mother. Oh shit! So obviously yeah. they they would not re, the council would not rehouse right. her. Okay, well you that's know, which well, that's fucking bunch crap. Of shit. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'd gone there and yeah. Well, anyway, that's another. So uh, anyway, she said, it, she said it's still inhabited by ghosts, which can take the forms of a child, man, or animal. Now I pick, she's actually got a, a photo. Uh, it's actually on the Daily Mirror website, and you can see it. Uh, I I look at this photo and I zoomed in and I instantly got an animal. Definitely, I think I got a dog. So um, she does say that. Uh, her and the baby's son have been scratched. I don't think it's the man that's doing it. I think it's the dog. Mm. So I think it's an animal problem, not really... Uh, anyway, I'll get into the story. Anyway, she said, they have also moved items around the one bed. So also it's a load of poltergeist yeah, yeah, activity yeah. with things moving, going to one room, another room. Well, uh, the paranormal activity has seen also toy cars make noises. I've, I've seen all these before anyway. Mm. Uh, when they're switched off, I think that happened to me. Mm. Um, she has taken a series of pictures which she claims captures a spirit, which she does, and they are very good pictures. Um, speaking about pictures, uh, also Tracy is a beauty therapist. She says, uh, I'm sick of people telling me they are reflections, light or dust. Okay. Which is usually the same yeah, yeah. you know. She says, I am petrified to go back there with my son. I feel uncomfortable in there and the atmosphere changes at night, which they do. 
spirit yeah, comes yeah. in, the atmosphere will change because of the ether. Anyway, my son uh, will be screaming from morning to night. Obviously, the baby knows more than obviously mm. he, he feels it. I mean, I, I'm I'm absolutely hundred percent every absolutely. time. I always say, you know, fucking orbs are dust and shit. But these pictures, what she's got, aren't aren't fucking no. orbs. I don't, not dust. There's no. something going. There is something in the picture. Whatever, definitely what it is. Yeah, to me, it's definitely an animal. It's definitely yeah. a. Uh, I'm not saying that maybe there is a spirit person in there. Describing the attacks, number one, Tracy said, four days ago, I went back to the flat and ended up being scratched. I then felt a pain on my back and there was a big five centimetre scratch. I looked at the claw mark and it disappeared the next day, which this is always what happens. Speaking about the effect it has had on her one-year-old son, she said he continually cries and doesn't act like that anyone else. People have said that, People have said, don't take him back there because Tacey said the 50-year-old property used to be occupied by an elderly man who committed suicide. Mm, there's your problem. But the man didn't die in the house, Luke. All right. He died in a hospital. What, his energy? I mean, he must, Obviously, have, he must yeah. have fucking bad energy to try Absolute, and commit suicide. But, yeah, uh, yeah, no, but yeah. That's, I, that shit personally, for me, because me, for, me, for me being a psychic, I would have said, well, you know, absolutely, because I picked two animals up there. Mm. I'd really do a kind of a, an investigation of any animals in the house at that time. She believes a man who lived on the property for 20, uh, 26 years before her was possibly driven to committing suicide because of the same paranormal activities she experienced. The man did not die in a house, but took an overdose and later died in hospital. Well, she thinks he committed suicide because he was getting haunted. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what Tacey mm-hmm. thought. You know, obviously Maybe. possible. Possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, Tacey says, also following bouts of spiritual rituals, blessings and exorcisms performed at the property, the ghouls are still working out at home. Mm-hmm. Well, it's done by the church then it will still be happening trust me Mm. anyway she has been told that the address could be built on a burial ground and strange smells continue to fume from the back bedroom since september she moved in so Mm. she moved up with that last last... i told you that the other week that that strange smell bullshit that happened to me yeah yeah Um, yeah it's still just like come out of nowhere yeah and then you'd walk out the room come back in and it'd just be gone and that's done happen with smells, doesn't I've it? I've many times. Smells I've, linger. So that I, was something I've had it before on. where someone's kind of put a bouquet of, of flowers right up my nose and, mm. you know, from a, a room smelling of polish, it smells like all oh, oh, flowers. This, you know, this, so was, this what I was uh, smelling was fucking rank. Oh, it would be. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was garbage. Well, the, spirit, the spirit will bring in the, 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 yeah. the smells they want you to smell. And that, anyway. Whenever so. that happened, I knew something had happened. Yeah. You know, yeah. something like uh, there's a piece of wood. Anyway, go Yeah, on. okay, yeah. So anyway, she says... Um, Miss Brew says the supernatural beings have taken the form of a small child, a man, an animal. Um, she says she also has videos of orbs or beams of light moving quickly across the room. The flat has been blessed three times, as we just said, inclu- included by Priest Canon Alan Sheridan. Yeah, whatever. And the property was even visited by psychic medium Lillian, which I've never known ago. Tracy claims to have never believed in ghosts before moving into the home but she can list a number of unexplained supernatural events which have occurred. Uh, she claims she woke up one morning to find the contents of a cowpaw bottle poured across her cooker despite leaving the lid screwed on. Mm. Which you would, she, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Medicine, isn't it? Yeah. Tracy says her son becomes inconsolable while in the house and believes the ghosts are tormenting him because mm. he acts like a different child outside the premises. Uh, she says See, that's unusual. That should be the opposite way around, shouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, you know, obviously, yeah. yeah. Uh, she says I felt like something is making me angry, and it changes how I think and feel. Well, spirit will. They'll come in and try and they'll try attach to your aura, and they will try and you know make you do stuff. You know, mm. I mean, I, I I'm not going to go from my case that I've been to, but uh, they do. Uh, if it's an evil spirit, uh, they will try and get you to take drugs, to indulge in this, and doing this, you know, to do that, to do 
to get off at it. Apparently, you know, to get off on it. Anyway, but she says, I never believed in ghosts before, but I do now. And nobody can say to me they don't exist. Right. James Bailey, Landlord Services Manager at City of York Council, said, in line with our usual assessment processes, we have considered the evidence provided, visited the property and interviewed the tenant. Mm -hmm. We have found that this case does not meet the criteria to move the tenant, mm. who we have advised on their rehousing options. Mm. So Tacey's hit back at criticism from people so claiming what? that all she wanted to do was a move. move so they're making, out, yeah. she's bullshitting because she doesn't want to go in the flat. She yeah. wants to uh, go somewhere else for her mates that, that live that, or whatever. That was um, one of the problems. That was one of the key points to one of the poltergeist stories, which I'm going to bring up shortly. Yeah. yeah so that's exactly. one from Tacey. Anyway, but yeah, I would so like that's to, been going on for uh, years. Obviously, uh, we'd like to uh, maybe contact Tacey and, um, you know, Get on the mm. show and actually, you know. Well, I hope she's fucking got out. There. I hope she's got. Yeah, well, yeah, I hope she's I, I, sorted her out. With yeah, I think at the moment she said she's. Um, um, she's. I think she's saying she's uh, living with her mother. I'm sure she said she's mm. uh, at the moment she's with the, living with mother. Um, she said all I want is someone safe to raise my child. No shit. Uh, absolutely. So uh, you know, um, well, you know my my views on the church and their stuff anyway. So mm. well, uh, that's. I mean. These uh, this energy, you know, that's not controlled by any body. You know, no, you know, no, like, no, no, no. And, and I mean, body in it. I mean, if your spirit comes back in and, and he wants to, you know, he's, I mean, yeah. they'll, they'll want, they'll say they, a lot you can't of these things him. move on on their own. Of Absolutely, their own eventually. Sometimes you can get some sort of uh, healing or like um, you can get them to move on. Yeah, but you they can. have to be willing. Sometimes to they won't. Yeah, if they don't want to go, like they want to so they have to be yeah. knocked down. You know that it had to be. Oh yeah, yeah. Taken out. Houses had to be knocked down. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And they'll never build a house there again because no. it'll just come back. Yeah. And so, um, poltergeist. Then, so the noisy, well, noisy spirits, aka mm. poltergeist. Um, yeah. I think noisy. Uh, sort of pol actually means um, to cause a racket. To racket, you yeah, know, in, cause in German. It. Yeah. So, but anyway, we call them noisy spirits. Yeah. Well, so. the poltergeist. What they do that they want to create noise to get your attention. Yeah. That's really what it is. So. Yeah. With the with the poltergeist, Fog Winter's story, are you see I'm more of um I believe they're en it's energy rather than like I don't think it's a deceased fucking person. Yeah, sometimes it is. Sometimes yeah. it is. I've been into places and you know and I've picked up people who think the pe I've been I've been to one house uh, uh, last year and um, they thought uh, it was a poltergeist. It was just a guy who died in the house mm. and uh, that was it. It's fine. It was okay. I think most you know, ghosts, ghosts on their own, are just normally like you know, even the residual ones don't so show. You get the odd one where it'll warn you, you know, it'll come back and warn you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, well, but in general, remember. ghosts yeah. don't show much intelligence, whereas the poltergeist seems to. So that's what makes me think it's some sort of energy, um, which you know has got its own conscious, if you like. Because well, when we talk about consciousness, all we're talking about is wave, you know. Yeah, but we're talking. We're talking. Energy, you're you know. talking when a person when a person passes over, he doesn't end there. You know, it, when mm. he goes over to the afterlife or spirit realm, whatever whatever shy he goes to, he'll have the same emotions, same memory, same shit. If he's a bad person, he's going to be a bad person over there. Mm. Like, bad, like you I know. Say, I don't think it is a person. I think it's energy. But yeah, um, but sometimes yeah. it is bad energy. Yeah, it can be bad energy. There's a lot of energy, but not being used, so it goes somewhere. Yeah, but um, this is my favorite poltergeist story. Uh, it's called because. They named the fucking poltergeist, you know, because, you know, um, and they called it Pete, Pete the poltergeist. So. Oh, so they give it a name now, yeah, do they? Yeah, so this took place. Showing a female. Yeah, you know, it was a male. Well, they see it. So, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. But um, funnily enough, though, they named it before I saw it, so. But anyway. Oh, okay. Um, this happened back in the 1980s in Cardiff. 
It happened to uh, John and Pat Matthews and the brother uh, of John, which was called Fred. And what essentially happened is they had a a shop which they report repaired mowers. It was yep. you know a mower repair shop, the lawn mowers. Uh, they did cars and other stuff there as well, but mostly fucking you know pretty agricultural area and and they worked on mowers. So they've been there quite a long time. I think they have been. I think they actually had the shop for fifteen years before anything started happening. And again, these poltergeist type hauntings can just come on like that and they yeah. can just go just as quickly as they come yeah um so first thing that happened then john and fred are working away and they heard some stones on the corrugated roof right you know rolling down the yeah. roof and they thought straight away oh some kids pissing mm. them out so john goes outside and he has a look around there's nobody there so he comes back in and he says to fred he says well there's nobody there and mm. fred's like fuck off you know there's got to be some i just heard a fucking stone on the roof he says honestly he said i've just gone out there there's nobody there. and with that they heard another one so he goes out again, and there's nobody there. And again, you can see quite a ways around this place, and if there's any kids, you'd see them. And so, you know, that was the first thing, and they thought it was unusual, but you yeah, know, yeah. just yeah, forgot well, about well, it and moved on. Usually for attention seeking, yeah. 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 So, okay. um, so, like I say, yeah, so Fred thinks he's taking a piss. Anyway, a few days later, they were working, and uh, little tiny nuts and bolts started shooting across the. You know, you'd hear something go ping, and they're like, oh, what was that? And they see a nut. Yeah, yeah, come off. Yeah, yeah. And they yeah. think, oh, maybe it just rolled off the shelf or whatever. And then they'd be working away, then another one had happened, you know, ping. And then when it happened frequently enough, they thought, hang on a minute, this ain't fucking falling off shelves. This, this is... So they've been here for 15 years. Yeah, nothing then, happened. That's nothing, it. And then nothing all, all, this is just starts bang, happening. It's just that happening, not dying. Okay. So it just starts going nuts and bolts fucking flying all over. And a lot of, there was a lot of, you know, the, um, all three of them witnessed this. John, Pat, and Fred at this time had witnessed these bolts being whizzed across the, right. the fingers and then shit started happening where he started ramping up where uh, you know the girls close up at the end of the night mm. and he'd go in his pocket where's my fucking keys I can't find my keys have you got my keys no I thought you had them well I did have them but I can't. and they'd look around for 10 minutes be looking for the keys and then all of a sudden they'd just like get like chucked down the Corridor, you know, maybe yeah, yeah. In the middle of the floor, just a pair of these keys out of nowhere, and they'd lock up, and and that. I mean, that in itself is these objects manifesting out of nowhere. That's you know, that's again, we're know, talking poltergeist, regular, poltergeist, poltergeist it, you know. But one so of the are, we, fact- are we talking then? Um, you know, as, as in poltergeist, are we talking a, a, a mischievous spirit then? Well, or yeah, are you talking about bad energy? Most of them, most of them, sort yeah. of. Um, some that come in. Yeah, and... some of them go and turn, and then they go right off the rails. But that's right. But this but... one was pretty good because they come in in mornings and that, and they had like, um, you know, like a tiled ceiling, yeah, you know, like a polystyrene type ceiling, and they they come in and they'd be fucking money stuck up there with darts, like five pound notes, ten pound notes, and fucking hell, you know, this is all right. So it's into money then. Yeah. So if this Pete wants a new home, <laughs> yeah, he can yeah, uh, come and live here quite yeah. happily. But um. Go to the bank, give me some money, mate. Yeah. So yeah, so I mean that that was interesting. You know, everyone thought it must be fuck. It must be you. You know, you yeah you yeah say, yeah. Technically, you yeah. locked up last night, and you must yeah. have fucking done that before you locked up. So when yeah. I walk in, you know, that's gonna be there. So they all sort of blamed each other. So it comes to an head really, where they all said, "Look, is it you?" And they said, "No, it's not. Is it? I thought it was you." And I said, "Right, we're gonna have to test this." So they all gets there one night. They lock the shop up. Just them in the shop. Put all their hands and say, "Right, come on, hands on the table." So they all stood there, hands on the table. And started asking questions. And they said, uh, "Come on, then. If you're here, give us a, a sign. You know, mm. throw a stone." And then a stone across the fucking across the land. And they're all like, "Well, you know, what was it?" You know. So they said, "Right, we'll have to ask another question because you know." He said, "You know what? One of them said, I, I think we should be writing this down. You know, mm. if anything happened, then yeah. all of a sudden a pen just appeared. Yeah, out of nowhere, just yeah. a pen just ben. dropped on so the table. So also, he, he, he wants to write it down. Well, 
So it says, you write yeah, me yeah, down. Maybe, information, yeah. absolutely. So then they thought, well, they're really thinking, well, actually, it can't really be any of us, you know what I mean, yeah. at this point. But they, they still wanted to go on, so they was asking for uh, mower parts and like um, one of them, he asked for a spark plug and a plug mm. just appeared on the so, table. Well, so, well, obviously, we know it's... It's got to be in who? Is it an ex-employee or someone well, who's... I don't know. You know. This went on for two hours, these asking questions. Yeah. yeah and, and obviously, the, anyway, they needed to get somebody in who you know, could yeah. deal with this. So they, yeah. they got in touch with a local university and they got a guy called David um, Fatana, who was a professor of... Um, well, he was a lecturer and an expert on the on metaphysical and paranormal phenomenon. So they got him in. He said, as soon as he walked in, again, he was thinking he was going to come there and debunk it. You know, mm. it's, yeah, it's going to be uh, no fucking pigeons or yeah, some yeah, shit. That's it. Yeah. So he comes, he walks in, and the first thing that happens, he walks in the door, and a stone whizzes past him and mm. lands on the ground, and he sees it, and he looks across, and uh, John stood there, and he said, he, John said, hey, that's uh, see, that's Pete. He's just saying hello. Mm. And that's the first thing that happened to this David. Like, he just walked in. He was there for a while, and he actually came up with this... Uh, drawing where he said that there was like an epicenter mm. where these things seemed to be going and he also found that noted that there was a particular part of the factory or uh, warehouse if you yeah. like um where if objects got thrown into there they'd almost repel out of there like some mm. sort of um not force field that's not the right barrier word, yeah some sort of barrier kind of barrier yeah, yeah. Sort of bounce off it so yeah. you'd see objects going there then they'd come, come back out yeah. which was you know unusual but you noted mm. that wasn't the only person actually police officers a vicar and um, there's a, a Baptist church next door. Oh God, it didn't last long. Yeah, there was a Baptist church next door, and he, he um, said that he was there one night, and he had stones being thrown at the window. Mm. So he obviously comes to the window, looks out upstairs window, and he looks out. There's nobody there. Oh, that's a bit fucking usual. Anyway, it happened again. So he goes downstairs, checks the grounds, nobody there. Goes back inside, and as soon as he got back upstairs, it started again. Um, so he, you know, even the vicar noticed it. Police officers, customers, you know, yeah, there's, there's a customers just coming in there, and they see things flying around and. It's sort of got a reputation at that point. So, but nobody got hurt, did they? There was no. No, no. At this saying, point, nobody's been. You know, none of the objects yeah, yeah. hit anybody yeah. yet. It's uh, it's all so far so good. Anyway, um, the garage itself for the warehouse, it's like a, you know, it's not much mm. like a shed, you know. Yeah. But um, they it got broke into one night, and so they had to get some insurers around to mm. you know, look at the locks and all that shit. And when he was there, one of the guys he went into the back room just to check how sure that was, and he actually says he saw a stone just like whizzing backwards and forwards on the ground. And he's like, "What the fuck?" And they told mm-hmm. him, "We've got yeah. a poltergeist." Yeah. And he's like, "Shit!" So he went back to the office and obviously told his colleagues, like, and they said, "Oh fuck off! You're pulling our leg." And that and he said, "Honestly, I saw this stone." So one of them said, "I tell you what, are you going back tomorrow?" He said, "Yeah." He said, "I'll go instead." You know, yeah, yeah. Him yeah, yeah. And see if, So he goes back and same thing happened to him. He saw shit flying around. So you know, this is just two insurers that just happened to be working on that case. They all saw it. So everybody that went there, they weren't shy. Mm. Anyway, so um. Things started taking a bit of a turn because it had all been jovial up to now and, yeah. you know, obviously stones being thrown but not hitting anybody. Mm. So you can sort of say that's friendly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Ish. in a weird sort of way. It's just attention seeking. Yeah, yeah. That's so, most but, likely. But if, if, if it doesn't get attention, it might turn a bit more. Well, that's the thing. So yeah. <clears throat> they started coming in the door be locked from the inside. Right. And shit like that. So yep. obviously that's a ball. Like when, you, when you've got a business to run yep. and, you, and you've got to fuck about trying to get the door open and, Absolutely. All, you know, yep. and all the rest of it. So... Shit like that started happening, and then as it gradually built up, bigger objects started move, being thrown. Yeah. And so one night, Fred and John were working on a a mower or a car. Fred saw something. You know, he's, every now and again you see something move out of the corner of yeah. your eye, particularly, particularly if you live in a haunted house. Um, we used to get down here. We used to get um, I see 
Someone looking around the door. Mm. If you notice, I ain't got any doors downstairs. Yeah, <laughs> that's why. Yeah, yeah, that's why. Because every every time the door was just ajar, yeah. if you didn't remember to shut it, then obviously yeah. I've got cats, so I can't always shut the door. But if you just left that door ajar, someone would pop its head round. So I took the fucking doors off. I had right. enough of the cunt. <laughs> that stopped I've had, it. Yeah, I've, had, I've had a couple it. then. But um, I've actually one time in my hallway. I've um, even my wife saw it. We, we were just watching time. We just looked to, to the hallway. And we just see a pair of black trousers just go past. No yeah, body. Yeah. Just a pair of black trousers. You know, anyway. What the fuck? That's good, eh? So, you know. yeah, if you've got that problem, don't call in ghost hunters, just take your doors off. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> That's the easiest way to deal with that. But anyway, so, um, yeah, so they're working on this uh, mower or whatever, and Fred sees something out of the corner of his eye, and they got some shelving in the corner, you know, mm. like uh, metal shelving with, you know, engine parts and all that shit. Yeah, yeah. And he, he sees something up there, and um, whispers to John, he says, you know, don't don't make mm. any fucking sort of movements or anything, but just turn around and look on that shelf, tell me what you see. So, obviously... John says, well, where are you? his head's round and like, he's gone. gone. Yeah. Before he checks it, has gone. But he says he's seen what he thought was a, it looked like a young boy huddled up in the corner of the shelving. Mm. And he said he's was wearing tattered clothing. Um, with a tattered clothing, you sort of get the impression that he was uh, not looked after or whatever. You know, there was something yeah. fundamentally wrong with the child yeah. at the time. Like he was obviously, you know, passed in a... In a in a bad way, but could he be, said he, been in the building, could have been in a poor house in them days. It could have been uh, well, yeah, child, yeah, could have been child labor or anything. Could could be, but he yeah, said he, he was. Uh, he said he looked real thin and grey in complexion. Yep. And like I said, he was just huddled there in the corner. But he saw him for a brief second. The near guy turned around, didn't see him. And um, he said to him, "What?" He said, "What? What? 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 What did I miss?" And he said, "It was it was Pete. I saw mm. fucking Pete." Anyway, with that, in half an house brick just landed in front of him, just missed their heads. And then they've called it a night. You said, oh, yeah, let's yeah. get the fuck out of here. It's getting a bit too much. Anyway, events carried on. Uh, big and objects moving all the time. Until they got to a point where it wasn't shortly after, shortly after this, where they needed to move to a bigger premises. So mm. they had to shut the shop down. And they thought that'd be the end of it. Shut the shop down and, and moved on. And Pete actually followed Fred home. Mm. You know, like, attack. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah, some do, yeah. Well, it happened to him. And he, he um, started noticing things moving around his house so he couldn't find stuff. Yeah. That's yeah. how it started then. He had pictures on the wall, you know, like you have like a picture frame with a glass front yep. and a picture inside. But when he come home, all the pictures would be uh, turned round inside mm. the picture inside frame, the, yes, like, yeah. which is which, yeah. you know. Yeah. So it's not like someone's just brushed past it and it's no. moved. It's this is inside yeah. the glass, which is really fucking weird. But things started going on at his house until you know, his wife was involved and mm. she was a bit um, not so comfortable with it being there. So they got a medium round, and the medium told them he said, uh, I think it was a woman actually, but she said the uh, any objects that this you see a pair, Ooh. smash them, just get, just break them. And um, they did that, and that seemed to calm it down, breaking Ooh. the objects that it threw. So, I mean, wouldn't be great if it threw your fucking PlayStation at you, would it? You know, so no, smash, smash your that. fucking PlayStation. No, but anyway... Your but, phone, mobile yeah, phones. You know, <laughs> luckily, you it was only throwing, throwing, yeah. lo- throwing little <laughs> shit, so just breaking that, and it, that seemed to calm it down. And eventually they moved out the house, so... And uh, I presume... Uh, Do you know in Britain, you have to tell people your house is on it before you let them buy it? Ooh. That's a law. People got sued because they moved out the house. Sorry, this family moved into an house, and straight away things started happening. Shit. They, they should have yeah. noticed because the house was like rock bottom price. Yeah, which is a clue, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. If someone's yeah, trying yeah, to yeah, sell an yeah. house, yeah. you say, why is it? Yeah, why is it? Why is it fucking don't add up? Yeah, why is but, it cheap? Um, but anyway, they should have noticed. Anyway, they tried to sue these people and they took them to court and everything. And I think they had to pay them some compensation for not telling the yeah. house was on it. But the second one I've got here is uh, this happens to the Farhays in Galloway in Ireland. It's in Ireland, isn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah. And um, similar to what we were talking about earlier, actually, because 
when the press got involved in this one, they thought straight away, oh, these just trying to fucking get out the flat. Yeah, they want your house. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's it. So a bit area. dubious about yeah. it. Yep. So that's still going on today. I mean, this was like the 1980s. But um, it's not an easy one to dismiss. Like the other one, it's got plenty of independent witnesses. And yep. we'll get into it a bit later on with journalists and stuff like that. Yep. But um, it all started with a smell of piss, right? So, again, they've lived in this house a while. And then all of a sudden, they just started smelling urine mm. um, real strong. And you expect, like a blockage in a pipe or something like that, yep. you expect to smell it in... Maybe the bath, you know, the bathroom or the back of the house yep. or the kitchen area, you know, where the pipes run under the yep. house. But they're smelling this throughout the house, and it got so bad that they had to call the council out. And the council come and checked all the pipes. Said, There's nothing mm. wrong with the fucking pipes. We don't know where the smells coming from. Anyway, that went on. They put chemicals down and sealed mm. all the drains. And honestly, they couldn't find anything wrong. And that lasted for a month. I mean, can you imagine that living with a smell of piss. Anyway, there was nothing the council could do. They, they checked. Mm. Honestly, they checked everything. Yep. It's a, and the, and the proof, right? Because it just stopped. But um. That was the first thing that happened. Then the noises began. Yep. So a month later, that like uh, the guy wakes up and he hears uh, banging, and so he goes straight into the baby's room. So he thinks, "Oh, so yep. start at the baby's bed." You know that yep. usual shit. And then looks in there, nothing, nothing, nothing problem there. So he goes back to bed. He says, "Well, you know." But this happened a few times. They started hearing these strange banging at night time. And then the 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 eldest lad, he was in bed with his uh, Mrs. Mary. And um, about half three in the morning, and the bedroom just lit up, and she woke him up. So what? And then he said this light was so bright you couldn't even look at it. It was brighter than daylight, you know. Yeah. It's absolutely bright, uh, emanating some some sort of massive orb, and you know, coming mm. in the bedroom. They just put the heads, you know, put the, the covers, covers over their head, and eventually <laughs> it, it dissipated. Yeah. But again, you know, things start building, and the father comes home one day, and uh, his wife start, says to him. Uh, I told you not to buy that fucking shit paint. And I said, what, what, what shop shit paint? That fucking paint, you know. So she goes upstairs and she takes him into the bedroom. And she says, look, the, the paint's crumbling from the ceiling. And it was all over the floor. Anyway, he got down on his knees and had a look at these paint chippings. And when he picked them up, there was eggshells. You know, this is an yeah. upstairs bedroom. There's egg- he said, this isn't paint, this is eggshells. Where the fuck eggshells come from in the middle of a yeah, you've bedroom, a, you've you know? Very, very active house. And you see stuff, don't you? Yeah, like, with yeah. Guys. You see yep. odd things in odd places. And yeah, they bring stuff in, don't they? They seem to, yeah. They yeah. can manifest things from nowhere. Yeah. What's it called? Isn't it? Is it teleport? Is it teleport? Is it, well, there's a word for it, isn't it? Yeah. Where they, is it, I'm sure it's teleport, but they bring through 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 the ether. Yeah. They bring stuff through. Or like, could be jewelry. What was one? Was one the cat? We portation or something? It's called Port, it? teleportation. Yeah, Somewhere, like isn't it? No, I think it's just it's got it's, its port, own. Na- it's got portations. Its own, a portation. It's got its own name. Yeah, right? it has. Yeah. yeah. Fucking, what a, what a, I remember that. Yeah, I did we'll a that. Show. Yeah. So obviously, word gets around. You know, because obviously they're telling people. Yeah. Fucking house. Anyway, uh, word gets around, then it culminates in a, a guy knocking on the door, actually, and mm. saying, um, I've heard you've had some goings on, like, and he, he says, I want to tell you a story. Mm. I, you know, he said, um, obviously, before this house was built, it was quite a modern house. Mm. He said, there used to be a farm on this land. There nothing else on this land, just a farm. There's a farm. And there were a farmhouse here. And he said, he was friendly with the, the owners of this farmhouse, and obviously they moved because uh, they was getting strange noises and, and all that sort of shit happening there they even had one night where the covers I think that was the the, the straw that broke the camel's back where the covers ripped off them in the middle oh, right. of the night okay. yeah they moved out and obviously someone bought a land and built houses on it knocked the farmhouse down and that's you know but he, he come and told them that story and uh, again it didn't it didn't really help him out but it, it, at least it sort of uh, confirmed you I know, mean that this, this didn't they do on. investigations no I think they uh, was just 
bamboozled by what was yeah, going on. Yeah, so, but uh, yeah, at least um, they give them some sort of like confirmation yeah, that you know, this yeah. has happened before. It won't just yeah. them. They're not going mad. Anyway, the, the eldest daughter, she was at home and everybody else was going out for the night. Wasn't it? And um, she had the baby upstairs and the baby's called Sarah Louise and she hears her crying. So she runs upstairs and as she gets to the bedroom door, the door slams shut. So the baby's in the bedroom, the door slams shut and she cannot get the door open. Yeah. Now she's fucking panicking. Yeah, you know, absolutely. That's bad news, isn't it? Yeah. So she goes next door and gets a neighbour and the neighbour comes back with her. And as soon as she goes to the door and opens, it just opens, hmm. you know? Yeah, yeah. And, and the baby's fine, luckily, so... Yeah, but she said, that's it, That's it. I'm not fucking stopping here anymore. So she comes downstairs and I think the, the lad came home with his missus and um, she said, what, what are you doing outside the house? And she told him what had happened. And he said, uh, and she said, I need some stuff in there for the baby, you know, mm. I can't. So he went, oh, I'll go and get it. So he goes inside, takes his missus and they go inside and start gathering stuff up for the baby. You know, nappies and mm, yeah, toys yeah. and shit. And um, they, as soon as they start going in the house, they start hearing uh, pictures fly off the mantelpiece and Just banging looks, upstairs. Someone's pissed. Yeah. So they start yeah. grabbing, grabbing all the crap, and then on the way out, they had a massive foot in the front room. Oh, what the fuck was that? So they opened the front living room door, and the coffee table's overturned. So anyway, they got out. At that point, the the mother and father they they said, oh, "We've had enough. We're not. Yeah, we're not. That's it. that's it. We're not." So they fuck off, and and there was family or whatever, and spend a couple of nights there. But in the meantime, the um, they'd left a dog in the garden, so they rung the neighbour. They said to the neighbour, "Can you?" Just top it over the wall and feed the dog. So mm. they said, "All right, we'll send our lads." The lad, yeah, yeah. lad gets a tin of dog food, jumps over the wall, is feeding the dog, and he said, "Do you see the house? The light? He thought the kitchen light came on. Mm. Anyway, he sort of looked, and then it went off, and then he looked, and then he sort of thought, well, it's a torchlight, you know." But then he just looked at the house and flash it started flashing all the house, just proper, you know, bright, bright yeah, lights, not, not like yeah. a so not like a light going on. But, going on there, mate. Yeah, and he said that yeah. so he jumped over. He said he nearly pissed himself. You know, when you see that going on. Um, so that was that. And then uh, a couple of days later, the family comes back and uh, they have time to gather the thoughts and all the rest of it. And they think, right, you know, we can't, you know, it's our house. Yeah. So they come back and they go in the house and literally we walk in and everything's fucking smashed. There's, there's shit all over the place. Um, again, like, obviously the coffee table's already upturned, but there's there's just stuff over there. So they say, we can't stop here. We'll go next door. So they actually, st- and the whole family steps on the floor of next door's house you know mm-hmm. on the living room floor yeah so that tells you that should tell you something's really going on but they um wanted to get proof you know because mm. no one um, the story's getting around but no one believed them so yeah, yeah. one of the ways they could get proof was because um, there's noises and bangs and all that so they got a tape recorder mm. they went upstairs put the tape recorder on the floor and that and then they asked the question you know is anybody here and straight away the tape recorder flipped over and tape popped out and they came growling yeah, so they come running out of the house yeah. and as they're running down the house they hear a baby crying mm. from, obviously the baby's not there at this time he's next door she's next door and they hear this baby crying so they're like fucking um, hell I can hear a baby crying so they run out of there and uh, the the lad's girlfriend that Mary she was there she said I can't hear no baby so she goes in the house and goes upstairs towards this where they said the baby was crying and she hears the baby but as she gets to the top of the landing, porcelain jug flies at her and smashes on the wall next to her. So obviously things are getting a bit more. Yeah, getting more yeah, dangerous. Like, like yeah. So obviously she runs out at that point. They didn't want to get in touch with the church because, like I say, where gets around and all that. But they've got no choice now. They, mm. they, the the who you're going to call situation. Yeah. You know, they, yeah. You end up. So they end up in a situation where they have to call the vicar. So he comes out. Priest comes in and he says, "I'll tell you what. I'm going to do a a mass and mm. cleanse the house and all that shit." So he's there, and they're all there, Gavin, and they're all holding hands, and he starts doing the Lord's Prayer. And 
As soon as he starts it, they hear a baby crying. Now, the father said, as the vic- as the priest was doing this, he said, you know, he started, our father and him, and as the baby started crying, he said, I going, to mm-hmm. try and, try and drown yeah, yeah. it out, because yeah, he could yeah. hear it, yeah. but he didn't want to say, shit, I can hear this, yeah. you know what I mean? So he, he tried, and obviously he does, he does the, the mass and does the prayer, and uh, that's it, that's the end of the story. Yeah. No, no. Obviously, because no uh, way. You can't leave it that way. You can't yeah, leave it that way. No. You've got to tell more, mate. That normally <laughs> doesn't help the situation. In fact, it makes it worse. Sometimes I've told you. I've said you. I've said this yeah. for years and years. Sometimes it only makes a. It makes it worse. That really can, it pisses um, them off, mate. D- you know. So yeah, carry on, mate. That was uh, that was that. It didn't end there, unfortunately. Where it's got around now. So the the paper comes knocking. Yep. And I think it was um, Adine's Chernus. That was her name, the, yeah. the journalist do come. Okay. And again, she said, she's quite open, she said, look, I come and I thought, this is just bullshit, you know, mm. I've been sent, you know, the, the editor said, oh, you know, you're closest, yeah, you're going you're fucking this hell, yeah, fucking right. hell, so she gets there and she she thinks she's just going to, 10 minutes there and she'll be on yeah. way home. So she said she'd spend the night there, that's the, that was agreed. So she gets there, she knocks on the next door neighbours because they're still not home, and the mother and father said, nope, we're not going in. She said, well, I can't spend the night there on my own, you know, Ooh. I need to know what's going on. So they said, all right, well, the, the lad and his missus will stop you. So that's what happened, Michael and Mary stopped there. So they go, go into the house, and she said, again, she's here to debunk it, in Ooh, all yeah. fairness to her. She doesn't think, you know, that's definitely a ghost. So the first thing they tell her is, oh, can you feel this cold spot in the kitchen? And she's like, no, can I fuck, you know what I mean? And then she, straight away she's thinking, are these having, you know, having me yeah. on? Again, the, they're fully expecting these family who just wanted to move out and yep. all the rest of it. They get to a different councillor, so that's fully what she's expecting. So she starts, to, starts the you know, staying cold spots and that, and she's just writing. She's literally sat there writing up. Uh, uh, didn't went to the house. Didn't feel fuck all. Blah blah blah. Uh, anyway, with that, all this commotion starts banging around in the living room. And they're all sat in the kitchen, so they run and open the living room door. <clears throat> and she said, as soon as she opened the door, you could still see the dust. There was a big china dog mm. sat next to the TV, and that was squashed. Flat, broken, you know, China. Yeah. It's just dust in it. And then the TV was pushed back, and some of the pictures that were on top of the TV, you could see where the dust was, you know, where the pictures had been yeah. made. Obviously, they had gone, they'd fell off the dust. So she knew straight away something was going on. Yeah, again, they had noises and all the rest of that. Yeah, I'm not actually sure if they spent the whole night there. I think mm. that was enough. Yeah, know, I, she, I think yeah. a few hours did it, I think. She gets out of there. Yeah. So anyway, so she puts the story in the paper, you know, because mm. she. She just tells what's, what happened. Mm. Um, so that's the local paper. Okay, so then the big paper gets involved then, and they send the journalist down, investigative journalist uh, Declan White. And he also brings along um, a renowned um, psychic yep. called Sandra uh, Ronaday, I think her name was. She's around to them, not to me. But um, they turn up, and they say, what we're heard about is, can we come in? And again, he, he's fully expecting mm. nothing to happen. Yeah. As soon as she walked, well, actually, the family didn't want to go in at this time. Mm. They said no. But um, she convinced a couple of them to come in with her. She said, look, you know, we're going to do a service. We're going to yeah. place the house yeah. and that. Anyway, she went in on her own for a bit. She comes out and says, right, I'm ready for you. You know, I know what's mm. going on. I think I know what's going on. Yep. She goes in and they sit down and starts doing this seance. The, obviously, the guy, the journalist, is sat there, is Declan White. And he says, it, it sort of went on like she sort of said, uh, right, I'm picking up a child, the murder of a child. Mm. She said, I think what happened... What I'm picking up is that a young priest knocked up a nun or whatever. Um, is, yeah, yeah. Slapping today, that. So. And obviously, she got pregnant. She had the baby, and um, they had to get rid of it. So yeah. what they did, they went to this old fat, the old farmhouse that was there, and um, they basically went out to one of the barns or whatever, and they just lifted a couple of floorboards up and put the baby in there, put the floorboards back on, 
put some shit back there and left it um, to get rid of it. So obviously the baby crying and you know that's yeah, the energy still there. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the people have been hearing the baby crying and all that. So she gets all this, and he actually said that they um, they were sat there doing a seance, and this, even this journalist said, "I saw what I can only describe as a baby, a glowing mm. baby, just appear. You know, they're all linked there, yeah, holding yeah. hands, and in the middle of the table, this, a baby just appears. Mm. He heard the crying, and then this golden baby just r- rised up into the ceiling and Gone. lifted out the room, and that was enough to to move that child on or whatever, you know." Yeah. So well, got, maybe the child, the entity, well, not to the child, or the, the baby was dead, but the entity, which was the baby, just wanted to be recognised. Yeah, it was you know? definitely from uh, definitely the, to be... the energy of the, that. Yeah, also it was still housed in the ground, wasn't it? Yeah, its, it's energy was definitely there. I mean, like, say, um, the the, the uh, farmhouse was there, and obviously the farmhouse Absolutely. went down, and, yeah. and they built the houses. Yeah. But at least that child got its closure, you know? Mm. And... Um, so after that, was it? Was it? Did it go? Was, that was it. That was after it. that, after that, nothing. Just yeah. literally stopped like that. There you go then. So all they want is to be recognised, is to be remembered, and you know. Yeah. So um, one more quick one then. This happens in there. Uh, this is an early one. This involves a farm again. This is back in 1695. Yeah. Okay. And okay. In the parish of Reddick, uh, which is in. Um, Dumfries, I think, in Scotland. Right. It's the site of the Ringcroft and Stocking was the place. It's like a, it's like a, you know, it's all hilly and yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. typical Scottish countryside. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. there was a farmhouse there, which was owned by a farmer called Andrew Mackey and his family. And the actual poltergeist was called the Mackey Poltergeist right. for that reason. They say that nothing. It's just a fallen field now, and there's a single tree that stands there mm. where this farmhouse used to be. There's nothing else there now. Again, this is well documented. There's, uh, I think, there's 14 eminent witnesses. They called them, uh, for, you know, local people from the community yep. and that. As long as the, you know, the priest. And I think this story got out because of the priest. Right. He actually tells the story. But um, on the morning of February 1969. 16. Yeah. One morning in February 1695. Farmer Mackey woke up to find his cattle had been set loose. And again, at night, when he put them up, they'd all been tied up yep. by a rope. Yep. Okay, but the rope was all cut. And the you know, the beasts were just running around. Um, he straight away thought vandals. Yeah. You know, this is yeah. you know, some tossers will come out in the middle of the night and let me let me cows loose. So the next night, actually, before I get into this, the the farmhouse itself had a mm. bit of a reputation of being haunted. You know, things had been going on and that, but nothing major. And again, these these poltergeist things can do that. You get nothing happening for a long time, and then all of a sudden it just yeah, kicks bang. up. Sage comes in, and you don't. You know, I wonder yeah. why that is, but again, this is what happened here. This had a, had a reputation of being haunted. So obviously the cattle loose, you know. And then yep. the next night he says, "Well, I'll tell you what. I'm going to put the cows in the shed, you know, in the, in the right, barn." Okay. They're not going to be. You can't obviously leave them loose. All the ropes. They don't want the vandals coming yep. back and let them loose. So, so just so shut them in the shed. Shuts them in the shed. Yep. Walks up the next morning. Wakes up the next morning. Goes out to the shed. Fully expecting the cows to be there. They are there, but they're all strung up. There's a beam in the middle of the barn. Yep. And the cows. It even says the cows were lifted. The feet were lifted off the ground and hoisted over this beam. Now, can you imagine people lifting a cow up? No. Off the ground. Not just one. This is a. You know. This is a. A few, you know, a herd of cows. Um, just the weight of a cow. You know, I don't. And what's a cow going to weigh? A ton? A couple more than that. It's it? going to weigh a bit, a isn't it? A ton. Um, so, so these cows was lifted up. Yep, they were uh, strung up by the necks, basically. 
Ah, oh, right, okay. So, yeah, so the front, yeah. the front legs were off the ground. So they're so all the strung up. like, touching the ground, like, what the hell? You know? Yeah, yeah. And again, you know, imagine people doing that. Because obviously, at this point, they, they think it's some sort of vandals or... Um, it even says, like, no no man could perform such a feat, you know, and obviously his anxiety grew then. And then, all of a sudden, stones start being hurled at the family. Uh, they couldn't detect the origins. Household items started going missing, again. Yeah. And then they turn up later, yep. later in ridiculous yep. places, which yep. you get that quite a lot. That actually happened to me live. Yeah. We went to my um, my mate's mother's, so it would be his auntie's house. Yep. Lived in... Um, Sort of Waltham way on from here, yeah. And we we rode down on our bikes one day, and they they said they had the ghost and all that shit. And I was like, no, fuck off. So he said, I tell you what, right? We'll all we'll put these keys on this. And they had like one of them hooks where you hang keys yeah. on in the kitchen. Yeah. So he said, I'll put your keys on there. So he put the keys on there. We walks out the kitchen, shut the door, bing. You heard it, fucking rattling. Oh the fucking fucking we open the kitchen door. Literally, there couldn't been anybody in there. We literally shut the door, yeah. bang, open the open door. Again. Keys are gone. And you know, it took us about a quarter of an hour to find them keys. There was inside a cupboard, inside a cup, in the cupboard, you know, just yeah, yeah. inside, you know. Yeah, there you go. And um, he said, oh, that fucking happens all the time. He said, I have to get up early in the morning to go to work because I don't know how long I fucking take to get out of the house, you know what I mean? <laughs> to find his car keys can't and live that. like that. Yeah, you can't, can you? But um, yeah, can't that, that like. happened to me live, that happened. So again, you know, that's weird shit, isn't it? Anyway, shortly after this, the... They started noticing fire, the smell of fire, yep. which is you know synonymous with a gin and all yep, those things. That's right. Yeah, tartans. But they also they'd seen uh, count, uh, some of the sheep actually caught fire. You know, he'd go out, he'd be tending to his sheep. So we're talking about human combustion here. Yeah, about combustion. This is he's tending to his sheep, and it was just one just fucking coat goes up. What the? Put that cunt out. But he's noticed in fires around the house as well, like small fires where they've been right, started. Okay. Where it's tried to yeah. get going, but it's not not taken. Yeah. Um, yeah, so then talking, it starts, yeah. you know, it's really starting to get violent now. Visitors that came, he said, visitors that came were cruelly beaten with stones and staves by the unseen entity. People were even dragged about the house by their clothes. So it's really, you know. Uh, one blacksmith narrowly escaped death when part of a plough was hailed at him. Yeah, small buildings on the property spontaneously burst into flames. And again, you know, and uh, chunks of uh, flaming peat were hailed at them. And again, you know, I think Pete, you can use as uh, yeah, you can. can't you can dry it out and use as fuel, fuel, fuel carrier. So yeah, yeah so um, that was held at him and said that a uh, human shape, and I guess this is the words of the priest because he was the one who let on all this. But he said a human shape, seemingly made of cloth. So I don't know what he's trying to convey there. He's obviously trying to put it into English what he's seeing, made of cloth. So we're looking at some sort of textured creature or I don't know but he says, a hum- he says a human shape seemingly made of cloth appeared groaning and it said wished wished um, at this point like you know like I say it's getting ramped up and that and then uh, they th- think this is where they get the priest in so there's a priest does his stuff yeah so the family and neighbours became perturbed by uh, and they enlisted the aid of the local clergyman a reverend Alexander Telfair uh, whose account was supported by 14 upstanding members of the Scottish community so, you know, so it's not just him, there's 14 other people mm. witnessed this as well. Uh, each of whom bore witness to the poltergeist manifestation. Telfair recorded that the entity threw stones, threw stones at him, beat him several times around the shoulders and side with a great staff. So I'm guessing he's just talking like he was, he felt like he was hit with, you know, yeah. with wood, you know, it was mm. a, a decent, decent whack. He said even even the people that were there could hear the fucking blows. So it's physical, <laughs> yeah, absolutely physical. I mean, that's so this, that's this thing got, that, got up here 
a, a piece of wood. Yeah. And... Mrs. McKay, she actually found small pile of bones uh, unearthed. It said that it was wrapped in flesh, a loose pile of bones. So obviously, then the, there's witchcraft and murder suspected. We go to rituals throughout. Yeah, maybe someone put that bag of thing in there, and, it's, and the shit yeah. started happening because it's, it's like voodoo. Um, is it April April eighth, a magistrate in the area came up with an idea. He appealed to the uh, the layer of the col- colony, whatever that. The layer was actually the person who owns the land, okay, didn't so it? So that's so it's the yeah. landlord of the, the land landlord, the landlord. Yeah. So he's appealed to him to find anybody that had lived in the house before and make them touch them bones mm. and see if they reacted like anyway five people were found that lived used to own that property before and none of them reacted to the bones so obviously it was a good idea but it didn't mm. didn't, didn't help so um the next day then so they give they give up on that idea and they got um started beginning the exorcism of the place and actually said that it was uh proved to be a more almost hopeless task and it was there for two two weeks i think don't trying to Get rid of this, but um, they said a few, a few of them, uh, Telfair claimed, something had grabbed them by the legs and the feet and lifted them into the air. Uh, obviously, this is getting out of hand. They're doing a prayer every night, but it's not seem to make Wonder, any difference. Not feeling too well. They even could hear things flying around outside and that. And they even said that there was a, a hole appeared and you know, to be ripped from the roof. Yeah, yeah. Two weeks in, still there. Twenty sixth of April. The evil spirit spoke. You know, so this is where you're getting the energy's really building now. If it's getting yeah. to the point where it can speak, so they said there were a few furious oaths and a number of hair-raising curses. It told them it would take them all to hell, and it said, "Thou shalt be troubled till Tuesday." You know, it's obviously had something booked on Wednesday. You yeah, know, it was it's going super busy. It <laughs> <laughs> went the weekend yeah, off. Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm yeah. 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 So, yeah. Thou shalt be troubled till Tuesday. And that was okay. That. Right. Yeah, I mean that'd be nice, wouldn't it, to wear that? I mean, obviously it'd be a bit worrying. Well, but, so what are you doing, fucking Wednesday, yeah, Thursday, so I, I, Friday, I'd say, Sunday, right, weekend, we'll, we'll Saturday, come, Sunday? We'll fucking we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll come back yeah, Wednesday. Then, yeah, come back Wednesday then. But it didn't. So they're on Tuesday. You wait. Well, what's going? What's he going to do? You know. So they all get there. So as if by magic on Tuesday, uh, the first of May, this is night, uh, 1695. A dark cloud rolled into the corner of Mackey's barn. Many witnesses witnessed the strange manifestation which watched it grow and blacken as it filled the building with great clods of mud flew outwards and spattered in their faces. Some were gripped like a vice-like fingers by the violent event marked on the exit of the Rendick Parish poltergeist from the world of men, mm. so that's the time when he's left. Um, for, reasons best left for reasons best left to God or coincidence, it took its leave of Reddick and the Mackies, never to be seen or heard of again. Mm. Obviously, it's got yeah, it has something to do with that. The land, isn't it? Not the way they found so. Well, some of them have. Some of them have got like, um, you know, like um, something you can drill down to, and you find, oh, this is it. This is the reason why this is it. Yeah. But, but again, you know, that just seemed to be. You have this farmhouse, and there's stuff going on all the time, all building and all of this. But, but well, there's the, maybe, all maybe the link is the pile of bones, isn't it? Well, maybe, but it just seems like it's just weird how it all of a sudden it just ramps up and then. Gone. You know, but, um, maybe it's allowed to stay there for a certain amount of time. It's got a certain amount of time to do mm, something and go. Mm, it's got no mud. That's it. You know. I wonder where it went. Well, back to low astral realms. Yeah, probably likely. find another one. Nineteen. Yeah, this time sorry, it says 16, you will be troubled on a Wednesday. Yeah, sixteen ninety-five, second of May. Yeah. <laughs> this fucking house got anyway. Yeah. So that's poltergeist. So yeah, well, take it as you want. I still think it's energy. Some yeah, def- sort, some yeah, sort of... it's both. It's, it's energy, residual energy, energy, and it's also the departed. 
But yeah, just before we go, just wanted to mention if you've got any questions for us regarding any paranormal subject, you know, something that you you want us to cover, or just any general questions, you know, if you want to know what our favourite fucking cheese is, then uh, just send your questions to uh, dbtopodcast at gmail.com or, you know, do it via the website, whatever, or Facebook, Twitter, and um, we'll we'll try and compile them all and, and answer some on a future show. But again, I've been talking to people from Canada and Australia this week on the email, so it's all good fun. Yeah, so, you know, just drop us an email, it's not a problem, we'll answer all of them. Yeah, so that was Poltergeist, hope you enjoyed. But uh, yeah, so we'll see you next week. Yep, thank you.